Hi, I'm Lucy, a spiritual life coach. I'm Cheryl, a fitness and life coach. Welcome to our podcast, Find Your Happy. Every week, we discuss different ideas and techniques to help you live a happier, more purposeful life. So let's get started. Oh, Cheryl, I forgot to say to you before we start, you know, I was going on about I want to get into yoga. Yeah. Well, I found this um, thing online where you can actually do classes online. You know, I was saying to you, I was a bit worried about starting a new class, not knowing what I'm doing. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's called the Yoga Revolution. It's really lighthearted, easygoing. It's a yoga studio which offers live classes, on-demand classes, courses and series, and a real, like, you could like really get to connect with the teachers, and it's like a little yoga revolution family. It's really good. I don't know if you've heard of them before. I have. They're the ones that offer the custom Spotify playlists, aren't they? Like um, you can get yoga with Hendrix or Dr. Dre or Bon Jovi. Yes, I love the Bon Jovi ones. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they're trying to encourage you to have a laugh. Um, And if you like fall over and um, they don't really mind and you're really supported in your practice, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And if you can basically get a two week trial with them for just five pounds so I would definitely recommend giving it a go that sounds amazing I'll be giving that a try I'll uh, put a link in the show notes for anyone that's interested um and yeah I think if I attempt any of the standing on the hand stuff I definitely will be falling over (laughs) (laughs) so that's the yoga revolution that sounds amazing our podcast is all about finding your happy and today we would like to talk to you about finding your happy and how you help other people find theirs so melissa if you just tell us a bit about what what you do basically and how you help people Sure. So I help people primarily learn to tap into their inner guidance in a few ways to communicate directly with their personal team of guides or angels that are helping them so they can get answers and confirmation to develop their intuitive gifts and to find their unique life purpose. And I do think all of that really helps you find your happy because you know, we're all here first for a reason, for growth. And if you get off track from that path, you're going to feel pretty unhappy. So a lot of this is like coming back to why am I here? What's my niche in life? And tapping into a person's angels can help them to get that guidance so that they are on their unique path in life. That sounds amazing. So yeah, got- I think so. <laughs> You got into this really young, didn't you? I did, actually. So it was kind of accidental at the time. I was 12 years old and my mother was really searching spiritually at that time. She was like a voracious reader before the internet was invented. Of course, there was like books everywhere in my house about new age and spiritual things. So but she started telling me some things she was learning. And at first it sounded a bit weird, to be honest with you, but also I was very curious. And so when I was about 12, I, she offered if I wanted to have a consultation where I'd learn about my intuition and my angels. So I was curious enough to go along with it. And I 
was shown a technique that day where I could ask my angels a question and get an answer. And I didn't know still if I believed in this or if it was going to work, but it really did. I knew that that was not me answering the question. And I kind of had this experience where I could see that we live in two worlds at one time. We live in the material world. I could still see the table and chairs in front of me, but just as real was this kind of spiritual world, the energy and the guides that I tapped into, I could feel that just as strongly in that moment. So that really set me on a core, uh, path of, you know, discovering my own spiritual abilities and, and later on then sharing that with others. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah. At such a young age as well, um, to start developing yes. such a gift. Um, was it did you find it confusing like conflicting though because obviously being around the age of 12 13 is just a confusing time anyway isn't it but did it were you, did, were you did you get into it straight away or did it take a while I actually did funnily enough I have two younger sisters mm -hmm. and my mother tells me now I don't know if I totally believe this right but she says you were the most rebellious of the three girls but the only thing you didn't rebel in was the spirituality like I just dived into it nobody forced me she just basically opened the door and I dived right in I was just so curious I wanted to learn everything and obviously now I can see that's because it's my purpose yeah, in life but yeah. yeah but at the time as a teenager I wasn't telling anybody else I was doing this like I was so afraid of being judged for it yeah. but the you know the circles and it was only really adults that I was doing these classes with um I just really dived in with both feet so oh. so because it it's um, New Zealand isn't it that you um are from you grew up in yes I grew up in Christchurch New Zealand what was it like in New Zealand at the time was spirit just people really embrace spirituality or would it have been more frowned upon or not believed yeah I think New Zealand is a pretty open-minded place mm -hmm. so that was nice um but it wasn't that common at the time. Yeah. It really was just an awakening thing. Um, you know, there were some books around to read, but it's, I mean, since then, like this is the early nineties I'm talking about. I mean, it's just come such a long way. So I don't know. I just think I just kind of brought that with me, this fear of um, being judged for being weird or something. And it wasn't until much later that I really started being open about this stuff. And now <laughs> you know, it's like all over the internet that I do it, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think you must've grown up around the same time as us. I can't imagine us at school. No, I wouldn't have this. felt comfortable enough to share um, some of the things that we practice and believe now um, mm. at that age. But saying that my daughter is 12, and um, she is heavily involved in all of the things that I like to do. Um, so I don't know if she shares that with anybody else, but yeah. she's... Uh, you tell everyone on the podcast. The I do, yeah. <laughs> At least I can guarantee that none of her friends are listening yeah, to the podcast. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my kids don't believe any of it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I have an eight-year-old and he has grown up with this since being a baby. So he doesn't actually, I think he's still at the age where he doesn't realize that not everybody believes in this stuff. Yeah, he's just yeah. a little bit confused by other people's different beliefs. And the other day I, I told him that, um, he's, you know, he's on summer vacation now. So I said, you know, you're going to go to YMCA camp this week because I'm, I've got a lot of work to do. And he says, I don't want to go. I don't like it there. 
And I said, well, you don't know that you've not been before. And he said, yes, I have. I went in a past life. (laughs) So, so, (laughs) so, I mean, that was a joke, right? It wasn't really true, but it's just those things (laughs) that is just so natural and normal to him to talk about past lives and energy. And so I think use for absolutely anything that you don't want to do. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very clever kid you've got there. (laughs) Oh yes. He's a smart cookie. So when you were when you were um, younger and you were learning about this, was it like um, a spiritual church or was it just a group of people? What was it like? Yeah, so it's part of an organisation that's now called the Wayshowers College, and it's been around actually since the sixties. And basically, what it's about is helping people to find tools and techniques that can help them develop their own abilities without the need to go to anyone else for like a psychic or mentor. It's like you can grow yourself. So I was, um, so at the time we called it the inner peace movement and it was just groups of people that wanted to come together to learn and grow. So sometimes it was a more formal workshop. Sometimes it was like groups that I was going to and like each week you progress more and more. So I'm still sharing that same work with others. It's um, the same tools, you sometimes presented in different, you know, organized in a different way. But the foundation of it all is that you are energy. You are here to learn and grow. You have inner guidance. You have a unique life purpose and you are free. And um, yeah, so I mean, for me, it helped me to, trust in my abilities to develop them it certainly wasn't an overnight thing it was like gradual unfoldment and practice to where I you know had that as a foundation for myself to move out to my life do you believe that everyone has some sort of ability then or gift that they can develop Definitely. Yes. Everybody is psychic (laughs) and it's just the degree to which there's a couple of things, whether a person has a desire to expand that part of themselves. If they don't, they probably won't. And then how much is the outer programming gotten in the way, right? Like most people have messages when they're young. I remember even myself when I was very young where I would say things like, oh, you know, I can feel something in my room. Or um, I remember one time I actually was flying in in the living room and my mother told me that's not possible. You can't do that. Or it's just your imagination. You're just making it up. So after a while, a person decides, you know, they're taught not to trust that part of themselves, to shut Mm -hmm. it down. So it can take some time to reawaken that, to not be afraid of it or to think that there is something wrong and to start trusting it because where intuition comes first, right? The logical organizing part of us is important and we need that. But when you're operating from logic first, you're out of balance. But when you're balanced, it's feel, think, act. Mm -hmm. So the true power lies in our feelings or our intuition, that sensitivity part of us. And then the thinking mind is there to organize you and give you direction but a lot of people use their thoughts to hold themselves back right I'm not good enough or I can't do that or whatever and so you know it's like reversing that programming can take some time but then when you're in balance that's when you start to experience that flow that you hear people talk about you know being in the right place at the right time and feeling that happiness yeah yeah yeah. and some days I'm sure it can feel easier than other days to connect um, depending on how 
your day is going and how many blocks you're coming up against and how well you deal with those on a daily basis. Yeah, and we're all sensitive, right? We're all affected by the environment. You can feel what other people are feeling or you can Mm -hmm. feel pressure in the environment. I mean, obviously we've been in a global pandemic and there's been a lot of stuff going on that people are feeling that's not even theirs. So one of the things I teach is that a tool to help a person to kind of raise their vibration to be more relaxed and tuned in so you're not so affected by the environment or even your own stuff coming up, right? You can stay more being in the real you and your true feelings. And when you're in that state, it's much easier to connect with your guides, right? If you're stressed or in a bad mood or you've been triggered by something, it's just going to be more challenging for your guides to get through. They're always there, but we need to be able to tune into that frequency to connect with them. When you first were taught how to connect them, was that through meditation? Um, meditation is one way to connect and I teach various forms of that, but the actual tool that's in that consultation and it's, um, now something I do for other people, um, is more direct than that. You know, it's a way of just getting direct confirmation in a way that you can really trust. So, Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We practiced with meditation, um, up until this point, but it's, it's always nice to and potentially have some other avenue something more direct would be appreciated well, you can just uh, just there you can just yeah, speak if your you, mind um, you then you've got to check yourself <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and what comes up for a lot of my clients then is like oh well did I just make that up is it just real how can I tell if it's really coming from my guidance so this other tool gives you confirmation all of that stuff is important because you know you want to be able to receive messages and guidance we have four gifts um intuition vision prophecy and feeling Mm -hmm. so basically intuition is the inner voice Uh, vision is inner pictures prophecy is inner knowing and feeling is inner feelings so these are the avenues of spiritual communication through which we're, you know, getting messages from our guides. They're not part of the physical world. So we can't really expect to see them physically or hear them directly. It's more as you develop your own four intuitive abilities, that's how they were going to communicate to you. So a person really has to develop their own intuition as well. Yeah. Do, do you think that people communicate with because you you're you're talking about spirit guides as well as angels is that right you speak to you communicate with your spirit guides I can't honestly I use those words interchangeably I don't really see there's a difference so it's like your personal team that are with you yeah so do you think people would experience that differently so some people might see a type of energy or some people might see something that they think is like they, they can visualize it is everyone a bit is everyone different with that yeah so of those four abilities we have them in a different order so your first gift is the main way that you're going to get messages from your angels okay. so I've had people before who really want to visualize and they just find that challenging and they think there's something wrong with them but it could well be that that's number four in your gift order you still have it but it's not as prominent So that can be really helpful for a person. That's something that you get in the first consultation that I do as well, as I'll tune in for you. What is your gift order and how they work for you? Yeah, I bet that'd be helpful. Because I think it's quite confusing when you're trying to... When you're first starting out and trying to develop um, some kind of connection, it's definitely 
difficult to hone in on exactly mm. how to get there. And yeah, we've, we've mainly practiced with meditation. So mainly been almost visual for us, hasn't it? Yeah, or yeah. I like hear some, I'll hear, and yeah. say then I'll say, what's your name? And then, then they would just, Whereas I don't, I don't hear anything. Mine is more visual. Yeah. And yeah, mine is, mine is very different to yours, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's where we're all different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, you know, people that are feelers, they need to just notice what they're feeling. And that can be a little more challenging to discern than just hearing a word. Yeah. You know, so um, it takes that self-understanding to know, okay, this is the way that I operate. Um, but it gives you confidence too. Yeah. So do you, you know, um, when we talk about angels specifically and there's, you you can go on YouTube and there'll be guided meditations as Archangel, Michael and Raphael and different angels that are, seem to be like yeah. main ones. Do you believe in those type of angels or are you just saying there's- Just your personal just team. Just your personal team. Well, there are. Um, I don't tend to use that word archangel. Um, it's never been something that has sort of been that important to me or resonated that much. I'm certainly not saying it's wrong. Yeah. But I do think that we have our, our personal team first and foremost, but not and then everything is energy. So my approach is to kind of take some of that personality out of it. I don't even really give people names for their angels or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you do kind of get to know their personalities a little bit because they'll be helping you with your specific purpose. So that can be helpful to kind of know who they are a little bit. But um, then there will be other souls, helpers, angels, whatever you like to call them, that are working with a bigger picture of things, not necessarily connected with an individual, right? So maybe they're helping um, an organization or a business or a government or a country, I don't know. But there, so there's different levels and there's some souls that are working with a bigger picture for sure. So I think some people have named that Archangel, which is fine. Um, but my work really focuses on, hey, you have this personal team of guides that are there just for you so why not get to know them and actually have a relationship with them it can really get to that point where they're like your very best friends that sounds good yeah <laughs> and, and yeah what, and what um can you have the same guide as someone else um i don't think so um i don't know all the I didn't get into all the ins and outs of things like that, but my sense is that you really have that personal team. Although I do think what can happen is like with my son, because he's still young, I can communicate to his team at times okay. because he's not of an age where he's mature enough to make some decisions for himself. So I will sometimes say, okay, Liam's guides, are you here? And if I get a yes, then I will ask them a question. So you can tap into other people's guides. And that's also, you know, if you're mentoring, coaching, doing a workshop, you will often get messages from your clients, angels of what to share because I know for me, sometimes I'm so close to my own stuff that I can't always get it directly from my angels, but other people will be able to pick it up in a detached way and share it for me. Ah, do you ever get um, information from other people's angels, um, warnings, anything that you think, oh, um, I don't know whether to pass this information on? 
Um, I wouldn't say a warning necessarily, but I do think that, and this is for everybody, where you might pick up information about somebody that's just for your awareness and not necessarily in your best interest to actually tell that person. So I was even saying this with a group I was working with um, a couple of days ago where, you know, we're talking about a person's motives where, yes, there are negative people out there and there are manipulative people out there. And so sometimes my angels might give me a heads up about that. Okay, in this situation, you just want to be aware <laughs> that maybe there could be some manipulation going on or maybe some judgment going on. But I'm not going to like blurt out to that person, oh, you're a manipulator. Okay. It's just for me to have more awareness. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I can approach that situation in a certain way. Is that a bit like when you meet someone and you just... Have a fe yeah, you've got a feeling that you need to be aware of them. In theory, is that your yeah. angels or your guides giving, like telling you, be careful? Yeah, it can be. And it could also be your own intuition because we are powerful spiritual beings as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, uh, the key is to listen to those feelings and not to dismiss them, right? Yeah. Which is what a lot of people do sometimes without even realizing they're doing it. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because we've had different people on the show and everyone's got a slightly different take on a slightly different how spirit take, guides and things work. But essentially, yeah, they're all saying all yeah. saying virtually the same thing, and that you should you should trust in yourself, and you sh you have these um, beings that are trying to guide you, mm. and you should take note. Mm. Um, but it is nice to hear all the different ways, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose if you communicate. Like we all communicate differently here on earth. Yeah. So surely we're going to communicate differently with our guides, aren't we? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what do your family think about you choosing this as your career? <laughs> I'm lucky I have a very supportive family. Obviously, my mum was the one that got me into it yeah. in the beginning and she's still doing it to this day. My sisters are not really interested, but they both think it's awesome that, you know, that I have my own business and, and sharing that with people. So that's been a blessing for sure. Oh, that is nice. nice. Yeah. So would they, yeah. would you ever, do they ever ask you for guidance from it or are they just literally not into it at all? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we just don't really have that kind of a relationship. A little bit more so with my mum, where I might share some things and vice versa. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people that I work with, though, just don't have support from their family and friends. They're like, they think they're the only weirdo one yeah. Yeah. doing this. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that's really important for me and what I do is like creating community and having, I really prefer to work with groups ideally because then yeah. they get to yeah. connect with each other and really support each other. And that's such a healing. That's exactly how we feel. Yeah. Um, we we thoroughly think that group work is possibly uh, the best and most supportive way to get through any situation. <laughs> Life, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because there's nothing yeah. worse than feeling alone, is there? No. And, and not understood. Yeah. Especially with this type of thing. Yeah. If you're tapping into your intuition or these different, like connecting with, well, awakening, if yeah. you want to call it that. Um, I think it's a very confusing time. So you want people around you, don't you? That yeah, that are on understand a, on a similar path or or trying yeah. at least to get somewhere, um, understanding what's happening. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think the other thing that's really important with that is like having experiences and practice because there's so much information out there these days, you know, we're in information overload. And I mean, I have a YouTube channel myself because it's a way to, you know, get the word out. But at the end of the day, I know that if somebody just sits and watches videos all day long, they're not really going to develop themselves because it takes, you know, like practicing. And that's the beauty of sharing with a group is I hear my own voice and I'm practicing my intuition and getting that confirmation and feedback from others is going to accelerate your growth so much, you know, faster than just doing it on your own. So do you do, um, when you say you you work with people, do you do readings like tarot or oracle cards or anything like that? Or is it literally all from communicating with your, the angels? Yeah, it's not readings. Um, it's a series of, so consultations, I would say, that I'm certified to do through the Way Showers College. The initial consultation is about, you know, like I described, learning your gift order, how many angels are on your personal team, and establishing that two-way communication with them. I also have an online course that kind of goes deeper around that as well. Um, but then my other private sessions are really geared more toward, well, a couple of things, helping someone to find their niche and purpose in life Mm -hmm. and to help them to be aware of the subconscious blocks that they might be having that are holding them back. So it's kind of a spiritual coaching, mentoring thing where I am getting some inspiration from my guides, my intuition to share with them, but they are an active participant in it yeah, as well. Right, I don't coaching them into yes. their own intuition and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, it's many years ago I did readings and I was like, I just started feeling really uncomfortable with it because I know that I don't have everybody's answers. I might be able to point them in the right direction, give them a nugget that they might not be able to get for themselves. But if that person can actually be an active participant in it and developing their, you know, listen to their own intuitive hunches and awareness as they, as we do the session together, it's going to land much more for them. They're going to be able to integrate it more and, and like, not like putting their psychic ability outside of themselves, you know, it's developing their own inner guidance. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really important is to teach people how not to give them the answers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the um, the Chinese proverb as kind of the, the founder of the college, Francisco Cole, um, was his sort of philosophy is, you know, if you give a man a fish, he will only be hungry again. If you yeah. teach him how to fish, yeah. he can feed himself. Or a woman. <laughs> not just a man <laughs> you believe that everyone knows their life purpose somewhere deep inside them and it's just a, a case of getting out of them basically yeah I do um and again there can be just so many uh blocks or fears that get in the way of that that cloud our judgment but the first step to really finding your purpose is to look at your true heart's desires. And then even that can be hard for people. Like they say, I don't know what I want. And um, it's because we're so, especially for women, we're so programmed to please other people Mm -hmm. and to do for everybody else, to follow the shoulds of life. 
And it takes kind of getting beyond that and going, okay, let me be a little bit selfish for a minute here. What is it I truly desire? And that's going to lead you in the path of your purpose. So, you know, again, find your happy. It's not, I've had some clients who think that their purpose is like somebody outside of them or maybe even their angels is going to reveal it to them and it'll be uh, difficult or, and it's really not like, it's actually the most fun and light and enjoyable thing that you can do. That's how you know you're in your niche and purpose. Yeah. It's, um, the answers are all inside yourself. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I help people uncover them because they sometimes are not able to do it for themselves. I imagine there's a lot of people that aren't able to do that for themselves. Um, there's a, a lot of people struggling out there especially oh, yeah. at the moment um, with everything that's been going on. Um, it's been a blessing for us in a way because we've had time to focus on ourselves a little bit more, but um, not for everybody, yeah. I don't think. What's yeah, it? Oh, I mean, no, you're in America, aren't you? Not in the yeah. yeah. What's What's it like over there? Is, are things going back to normal or not? Things are going back to normal and it happened faster than I was expecting because in the winter time, you know, the numbers of COVID were really high and there was a lot of restriction. And then all of a sudden (laughs) um, (laughs) the vaccines just seem to be really working, but um, this country's kind of core is about freedom. So I think that's part of it. Um, But I'm going through a stage right now where I'm like, wow, okay. All the, all the things I had to put aside, the in-person workshops, et cetera, I could do them again now. So what do I want? Like sometimes more choices, more freedom can actually feel overwhelming and confronting, Yeah, you know, and that's what sometimes why people do stay in a job they don't like or stay in a relationship that's not working for them because it's like the familiar kind of feels comfortable. Freedom yeah. can sometimes feel more scary, but yeah. you are free. Yeah. <laughs> so the key is to then go, okay, what is my true heart's desire? If you can get in touch with that then you can form that pathway, that direction for yourself. Um, do you have any uh, advice for our listeners um, other than obviously getting in contact with yourself um, in a way that they could start to develop? Is there, a, is there a, a book or some guidance? Or obviously you, you have your YouTube channel as well, so that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Anything specific that you would tell people that they need to start looking into? Um, yeah, so there is a really amazing technique called the spiritual cleansing technique that a person can learn. It's hard to just describe over audio, but I have a place where people can go learn that at communicatewithangels.com forward slash cleansing. And it's a way of just being more relaxed, more tuned in, raise your vibration if you want to say it that way. But it's like, it's going to help you just to be more in your true feelings and less pressured. And I think that's so important right now because I know like I have a good friend in the UK that we we chat from time to time and I was just blown away by how long you guys are in lockdown over there. Like it takes a toll, you know. So um, so this is just going to be a really important, you know, foundation for people to come back and feel more more relaxed. You can do it throughout your day. The other thing I would say is start paying more attention right? We're all getting hundreds of hunches and impressions every day from our guides, from our own intuition. And yet we're so used to dismissing them. We don't pay attention. We don't acknowledge it. So it's like, start watching for the symbols, the signs, 
the aha moments, the thoughts that pop in your head out of nowhere, even um, songs that get stuck in your head. Like, oh, why am I hearing this song right now? And if you listen, there can often be some meaning in the lyrics, right? So that's kind of the first step. And I feel like when a person's angels know that they're ready to grow more spiritually, they'll start to get their attention that way, like number sequences or little symbols to start to help a person to realize you're more powerful than just, you know, the physical body. There's this whole other component to you just to be aware of in our world and in our life. Sounds amazing. It's so interesting how you go, obviously it's different for you because you started, you started your spiritual journey when you were a lot younger, but when you're a bit older, go, getting into this type of stuff and you then realise this stuff's obviously been around you the whole time and you just yeah. somehow shut off to it. And you just You've been oblivious yeah. for the past 40 years, if you, if you want to take us and exit example yeah the numbers are quite stand out a lot I think numbers do but some like I don't know say if it was a bird or some sort of way that you had a message from the universe well you you you've cons yeah, consistently seen my my bird why you keep oh, seeing no, my I bird <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is uncanny right like when you ha start to have the symbol and it can be different for different people but then you just see it over and over again to the point where it, this cannot be a can't coincidence. Deny it, no. it just can't. <laughs> so strange yeah. how it works. Yeah. 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 Uh, something that we um, truly think that more children should be aware of growing up um, and something that we, we think is, is lacking in schooling. Um, that oh, yeah. spiritual awareness, uh, just even learning to meditate um or breath work and yeah anything like that, yeah. they they vaguely touch on it in schools in the uk but not to a degree where the children understand um or want to continue doing it because you know the teacher told them to do it so <laughs> um right yeah we think that children should definitely start doing this at a young age and obviously you're proof that if you start developing gifts at yeah. a young age by the time you do make it into adulthood, you're going to know where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be doing and have that confidence. Yes. I mean, it certainly doesn't mean I don't have challenges and everything works out perfectly, yeah. mm -hmm. but I know that I have the tools and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it with other people yeah. because it's helped me so much. Right. If I get, you know, before, I went through a time in my, I would say, early 20s where I pushed all of this aside and wasn't doing it. Yeah. And I can say that, you know, I was kind of depressed for about two years at that time. And then when I kind of came back to, okay, I have these tools, maybe I'll start using them again. Um, and I've not looked back ever since. But I can, you know, get, uh, have a challenge in my life, feel out of balance, but I can bring it back within a day or two, sometimes even less. Whereas before I could have been, you know, feeling crappy for months. So it's like these tools are just going to help you to come back to you. And if you do feel some unfulfillment or you're triggered emotional about something, um, you can take that as just an awareness of, oh, okay, what is it that needs to shift? What do I have to learn from this? What needs to change? Rather than just getting into that down in the dumps and not knowing how to get out of it. What I find so interesting is we've spoken to a few different people 
about uh, we've had clairvoyance, energy healers, Reiki, palm leaf readers, yeah, yeah, Wicca, um, yeah. and it although they're all different, and you would um, before you were into spirituality, you wouldn't you just think they're all different very different the message yeah. is all the same that we are all <laughs> yeah. energy we are vibrating energy yeah we are manifesting the world around us and it's just these like little offshoots seem to exist to talk to the people that that resonates with yeah. the most yeah and it's so yeah. and, and I, I think it's so lovely that once people do get into this all they want to do is help other people and just say there is actually a happier way yeah. of living your life. And yeah, not being right. selfish, keeping everything to the... I think that's the thing. Once you find a passion um, for something like you have, um, you can't deny sharing it with the world. Yeah. You, you, you've got yeah. to. Uh, it's just yeah. the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just get, trying to get the message out there to people that it... Re like, obviously, yours is saying communicate with angels. So people would be attracted to you that are... Ready, Ready. Yeah. and like the idea of angels. Whereas, yeah. if it was a clairvoyant and said about spirit guides, yeah, then you'd different people would be attracted to that. Yeah, but yeah, I love it that it's basically everyone just trying to work together to make everyone happier. Yeah, and there is just a different way to be, and we all know that. Like you said, when you didn't do this for a couple of years. It's just, you then realise you are basically just sleepwalking through life, aren't you? <laughs> yeah 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 the, the difference it makes when you uh start again or you just start for the first time and everything becomes that just that little bit clearer and i find it mm. addictive mm. i don't know how anybody could start on a path and, and not carry on um i can understand how you could get bogged down with it and just want to shut it all away um but I think it's addictive. <laughs> I like, um, you know, when you say the idea of freedom, I think people just think that means getting on a plane and going to Wherever. Bali or something. Yeah. But mm. this is a freedom on another level that, yeah. in theory, you could be in lockdown like we have been for months or whatever. But when you are more connected to the universe, you do feel freer, don't you? So even though, in theory, you're locked in, yeah you could just be in a room by yourself and you would still be happy because you can meditate and feel connected to different things around you yeah yeah um yeah i think sorry. the core is like just what i hear from all that that you're sharing there is our answers are inside of us right yeah. and we're so used to looking out there yeah so whatever modality you find to, to get there it's like start looking within to know who you are yeah. and then I'm all about making it practical too I think there's there's protection and direction so if you have clear direction in your life you are going to feel more contented more fulfilled yeah if you feel like you're on that path in life and going somewhere as a soul we need to grow so if you're feeling stuck and not growing that's when the dissatisfaction starts creeping in do you believe that as souls we are here to fulfill some type of contract or to learn everything and then we have to keep learning until we eventually become I don't know what wherever we go whatever happens after. into something else yeah do you believe like that we keep coming back 
until we've learned. I do, yes. And there can be different lessons and different contracts at, at different times. And when you master planet Earth, I mean, that's what our spiritual guides have done. They've mastered the lessons of planet Earth, but they're still learning and growing by being a guide for another person. Um, your own personal um, guides, uh, do you just hear, is it a familiar voice? Are they people that you would have known? Um, how does it work for you? Um, so there's um, a consultation that I also now do for others where kind of learn what each of your guides did in their last lifetime on planet Earth. So you can start to know their personalities and exactly what they're helping you with. And the other thing that happens is that our guides, when they come close to us, will feel chills or goosebumps or tingling and they each kind of contact us in a different place on the body. So you can start to recognize them that way. So there's various ways that I'll be connecting with my guides. Um, it's like sometimes it's just the random thoughts throughout the day. And then other times I'm using the technique I described earlier where I'm like, okay, I really have a specific question I want to ask. Mm -hmm. And that kind of comes in a different way. But um, yeah, so sometimes I'm feeling chills and getting confirmation, especially when I'm actually sharing with people. That's when it happens the most. <laughs> um, sometimes it's like specific, clear, distinct words that I'm hearing. And it's often not really lengthy. It's often short and sweet, like a phrase. I remember when I, so I actually went through a divorce a couple of years ago. And when I first like moved into my own apartment and things, it was you know, a big transition. It was a big change. And I was also dealing with like shared custody of my son. So I remember at that time I kept hearing over and over again from my angels. It's the best of both worlds. It's the best of both worlds. And so they were kind of reassuring me that even though on the surface, it might not look like an ideal situation, it was actually the best thing for me and my purpose to have that time to myself as well as time to parent and, and other different things too. Um, so sometimes it's like that. Other times it's just like this little thought. And I could almost say that it sounds like my own voice, but I know that it's not because it just kind of pops in out of nowhere. Or I'll even like laugh out loud or say, oh my gosh, I never would have thought of that. Thank you. <laughs> like this little moments of clarity can come in sometimes. Oh, so that is like what people call claircognizant, the different clair gifts, but you wouldn't, you don't call it that. Yeah, so um, different names for the same thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. Essentially mm -hmm. the same. And do yeah. you actually see, do you know what they look like? Or to you, are they just energy? Yeah, I, to me, they're just energy. I might have sort of a picture. I'm My primary gift is visionary or clairvoyance, another way of saying it. Um, so I'm very visual. So I have kind of created in my imagination, maybe a picture of them in that last lifetime. Um, so in a way, yes, I see them, but I just think of it more as, you know, really energy because they, yeah. they're not in a human form right now, yeah. right? They really are energy. So, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also interesting how um, I would probably have that that I would literally want to create a, a person. Yeah, because that's what we to. used to see, yeah, aren't we? Just so mm -hmm. I felt like I was normalising it in my own mind. <laughs> um, whenever yeah. I've had this experience, I always am obsessed with asking what their name is. Uh -huh. <laughs> and you've explained it. It's 
it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. Does it? It doesn't matter relevant. what they look like or what their name is because they are just energy there to help you, and we're energy. That's quite yes. hard to get your head right, though, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as human beings, we want to we want to put personality to things. It just helps yeah. us to like feel secure with it but so uh, if people ask me that I'm like yeah yeah ask them your name if you want but I'm not going to tell you what their name is because yeah (laughs) not what I do (laughs) yeah Um, and do you have to ask for guidance um so do you is it like um a question all the time or do they give you guidance and it's you're not able to like switch it off um sometimes they're just butting in or. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, so this is, I think a common misconception where you hear some people out there say that your angels won't help you unless you ask. And I do not think that's the case. They're always helping us. I mean, there's millions and millions of people on this planet that don't know that they have angels, but they're still being assisted and helped. Right. So um, yeah. So they're helping us all the time and it can be just those random thoughts. And I think a lot of people just aren't acknowledging that it's coming from their guidance, right? They think, oh, that was just a silly thought, pushing yeah. it aside. Or, or sometimes they think it's them and that's fine. Um, but the thing is, is that when you do ask, you're going to get a lot more help. And you're, you know, a lot of times I'll work with the, my groups and say, okay, what is a challenge that you have coming up in your life right now? decide what you want to message about and then get guidance on that. So you're really starting to just go deeper with it. And also I think when your angels know that you're paying attention, they are going to start Mm -hmm. connecting more because you're receiving it. Yeah. So thinking (laughs) about it then, I think we have like 6,000 thoughts a day from our subconscious. A majority Uh of them are stories or blocks we've told ourselves or beliefs that aren't true. So when we actually hear the stuff that is just like a random thought or giving like the more positive things, that's probably more the spiritual side of us that we're connected to. But because our subconscious is bombarding us with thoughts all day long, distraction, it is a way of stopping you from being connected, isn't it? That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I was saying that spiritual cleansing technique is such an important tool because you'll actually feel like, oh, wow, it's just so quiet now. Like, where did all those thoughts go? Uh, It quiets that chatter. So you can just be more in your own energy. Yeah. And when you are thinking, it's more constructive. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a lot of people say when they're trying to meditate, for example, that they struggle trying to switch off their thoughts. So I think a lot of people will be interested to know more about that. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, th- I personally, when I'm meditating, um, find that there's that is just a moment of bliss when my mind feels clear. Yeah. And I, I'm not thinking of anything in particular. It's just I just, live in that moment. I just yeah, don't want to leave. <laughs> I almost get upset. Yeah. The meditation has to come to an end. I actually have almost died several <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah i've been an eagle um i didn't want to stop being an eagle (laughs) i have some very strange moments (laughs) always seems to be with animals for me for some reason um whereas you you tend to get more um people i did have a big bear the other day though oh yeah rock up creeping into your 
your world there with my animals, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I always take it too far though and like feel the need to like ride, get on the bear's back or something, <laughs> something ridiculous. In Some... my my imagination is very vivid. Some um... poor spirit guy is trying to connect with you and you're trying to ride a bear. Like, yeah, let's ride up the mountain. <laughs> 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 oh god i know it sounds like i've lost the plot um <laughs> do you have a daily routine or habits that you just have to do every day to make you feel connected and if you don't do them you don't feel quite right is there anything you do like that mm. well again I'm, I'm kind of harping on the same thing but the spiritual cleansing is like i can't imagine living life without it now it's like any time i um need to sit down and focus or mm. going into a new situation or just, you know, waking up in the morning. It's just coming back to letting go of the fog kind of thing. Um, so that's number one. And the other practice I do every day is I get a keyword from my angels. That's like a pivot point for the day. So it's just very simple where you can say in the morning or the night before is usually when I do it actually. I'll just say, okay, angels, what is my keyword for tomorrow? And you just take a deep breath and relax and allow that one word to come into your mind. And that. that word is, yeah, and that word is like a pivot point for the day. It's your focus for the day. It's a reminder or something you have to learn about. So then at the end of the day, I pull my journal out again and say, okay, how did this keyword relate to what I experienced today? Uh, what did I learn about it? Um you do that so I've been doing that for years yeah yeah I, I basically do a similar thing but just use um my tarot cards um and ask for a card every day um and it's it they're angel tarot so it's a a little sort of communication tool and I write it down and reflect on it at the end of the day so yeah we each have our own little yeah I like ways. that yeah. um just asking for a word because you don't have to get a pack of cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and that is one of the things in my work too is I I think tools are great like the cards I'm, it's not I'm not I'm against them but I don't think they're required right and so um, I do teach people tools where no matter if you forget your cards one day or you yeah. know if you leave behind your pendulum you have you still have your own abilities where you can connect no matter what so is that the same as crystals then because cr crystals just helping you focus your attention on something in theory you don't actually need them there yeah yeah i mean um vibrations of energy crystals vibrate yeah but everything's energy yeah everything is energy everything is energy i mean i can't i've never really been that drawn to crystals yeah. but i'll kind of compare it to when i'm by the water i mean i just feel so much clearer like water is a conduit for spirit and for energy so yeah, we're hearing that don't we um you know so every interview that we've probably done, um, every single person has mentioned water. Um, and it's I've never talked about it on an interview before. So you must have pulled that out of me. <laughs> I've got this real thing. I keep getting spirit tell me that there's something to do with water. I've had a spirit speak through me. I've recorded it in, I have an app which I record my sleep because I, I have insomnia um so <laughs> I'm obsessed with recording my sleep and um a spirit spoke through me and told me I needed to get some water 
Um, and I've just been walking around like, what is this about the water? Why is everybody obsessed? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, another tool that you can do is in your home, you can just put like a glass of water. Ideally, it's going to be something that's made out of glass. Yeah. And we call it spirit water. So you just kind of hold your hands in front of the water and just send the energy. And that just works without you even trying. You're going to hold your hands in front of the water for, I would say, maybe 10, 15 seconds mm -hmm. and then just let it go. And that water just kind of keeps the environment more cleansed. Okay. Um, yeah. So that might be something to try, especially yeah. if you're having trouble sleeping. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anything yeah. to help me sleep is welcome. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get any doubts about, I don't know, say if you were trying to, if you were, had a session with someone and you were trying to connect and you couldn't, or I don't know if it, how it works, to be honest, does anything mm -hmm. happen that makes you doubt your abilities or yourself at all? Not anymore. So it was an interesting thing about growing as a facilitator, mm -hmm. that if somebody started to disagree with something I shared with them, you know, and many years ago, I maybe would have started going, oh, what if I did get it wrong? But now I've just, I've, it's played itself out so many times that I know that what I'm, when I'm cleansed, when I'm getting insights from guidance, it's crystal clear. And then however that person takes it is up to them, yeah. right? But I'm not going to now start thinking, oh no, I'm wrong or I'm doubting myself, etc. And I find that when I stay confident in that, then it allows them the space to kind of discover, okay. For example, what I'm specifically thinking of is when I, you know, check with guidance, a person's gift order of those four spiritual gifts. And sometimes people disagree, especially the visionaries. They'd be like, no, 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 I'm not a visionary. And then you hear them say, well, I never see myself that way. <laughs> so, well, yeah. you, just, you just said see, because you're a visionary. <laughs> so things like that where, um, you know, I know that my motives are clear and I have very, you know, a clear communication. So, you know, this can happen just in day-to-day -day life too, right? If you get an insight for somebody and they disagree with it, that's that their free will. So there is some, I think there are some important ethics that go along with delving into the spiritual work of mm -hmm. minding my own business and, uh -huh. you know, not interfering with other people. It's funny like, that you say that because we don't see we think we're a certain way. We don't actually see what we're like. When I did um, my NLP yeah. course, that was the same type of thing, what you're talking about, where you where people use language like I see or I hear or I feel. Yeah. And I thought I was a certain way. And then I watched myself back on video the other day. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm a lot slower. <laughs> Like the kit, kit, what's it, kin, oh, kin, kinesthetic or something? Kinesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lot more like that than I realised. It's really interesting. You don't always see your own qualities, do you? <laughs> yeah. Another thing I'll say about your question of doubting the abilities, it's, it's not doubting, but in my own life, if I'm going through a challenge or something, there are times when I'll try to tune into guidance and feel like I'm not getting anything. Mm -hmm. And it might be because it's not the right time to be asking about that or it's just too emotional right now. Okay. So one thing I've learned for myself is to be patient with that, especially if it's something that's very close to me and kind of confronting in my life. I might give myself a week to just tune in again and see what comes through without trying to force it all. Okay. Give me the answer right now. Yeah. So I think, 
yeah for some people when that happens they think oh I can't do this I'm not I yeah. can't get anything but that's actually not the case you just need to be a bit more patient with how the message is going to unfold I'm not a very patient person <laughs> yeah <laughs> people struggle with patience um but yes some more than others <laughs> I think when people are asking you you do that though if you ask for signs like say if you're like I'm on the right track with something or I want to ask a question you want to sign mm. you'll say give me a sign straight yeah. away yeah I want it there and then but normally that happens for me so it oh good that's you're lucky <laughs> yeah yeah um alarm yeah. is the thing at the moment isn't it um or she'll she'll ask for a sign then ask uh, then I'll message her saying have you asked for a sign today because I've just seen your bird fly in front of me <laughs> so weird <laughs> That's awesome. So weird how everything works, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at some point they're going to get sick of me saying, can I have a sign? How many signs do you want? <laughs> yeah, that's a cool that's Yeah. A well, I mean, that's true, right? Like, how many signs do you need before you really trust yourself? Ultimately, all of this is about trusting yourself. If, they, if every time you ask for reassurance and the same thing over and over and you keep getting told, yeah, get you're getting you. signs, you're on the right track. <laughs> Surely you've just got to trust, just trust it, haven't you, at some point? Definitely. Yeah, I think that um, as we grow, our angels will sometimes even t- take a step back. It's oh. like, okay, you've moved beyond the beginner stage now. You don't need all this reassurance. It's like parenting, right? If I keep oh. treating my child who's now eight like a four-year-old and doing everything yeah, that's for him, true. That's it's not in his best like interest. Yeah. yeah. So they will kind of step back like, okay, we've already given you the answer to that question. If you're still asking over and over, you know, they're not going to keep babying you, so to yeah. speak. So you've actually got to take action yourself. I yes. suppose when you're helping people with their, that the life coaching side of it and their purpose, there's only so many times you can reassure them. Yeah. You should be doing something in service. For example, at some point they have to put their self out there and start helping people, don't they? Yes. And that's why the practical side of it is really important to me. It's not just guidance for the sake of guidance. It's like, okay, now what am I going to do with this to put it into action? Because we do live in the material world. Yeah. um, Where, you know, I have, my uh, boyfriend is a little bit skeptical. Actually, he's a lot skeptical to be honest. (laughs) And I'll talk about manifesting and he goes, and I told him the other day he manifested something because he refinanced his house and, you know, put a lot of extra money in his pocket as a result each month. And I said, well, you manifested a lot of money. He's like, no, I didn't manifest it. Well, yeah, you did because you took action and you got the idea. Like that's what manifesting is. It's not always just this magic thing that falls in my lap, right? It's getting the idea and putting it into action. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have, um, I've got quite a strong ability to, to manifest things and I have to be careful um about what i say and think because i seem to bring things to fruition um accidentally my thing with manifestation is that it just it is working whether you believe it or not yeah. but i wish more people understood that they're manifesting bad things into their life and by being in those bad vibrations those low bad, vibe yeah. states and you're just attracting more of the negative I wish more yeah. people could understand that part. Yeah. Because the more you don't want something, the more you keep focusing on not wanting it, it's going to attract it more to you, isn't it? But... Yep. 
not listening yeah. to inner guidance there are they no because you that's how our society is you're just bombarded with it is tv and media yeah, and news social and, media and yeah the socials it's easy keeps you away from yourself yeah it keeps it? you away from a higher vibration mm. keeps you distracted it's not a way to live really no not many people know that much about it though do they but that's why i love that everyone has got their own like niche whatever you want to call it that can help the different people that it resonates with i think it's really good it is and there should be more people doing it yeah yeah definitely yeah Mm. there's certainly no lack of opportunity to help people right now you know like i'll get these insights of wow there's just millions (laughs) millions of people that need guidance so yeah it's um there's opportunity for everyone here and how can people just to be super super clear how can people contact you um if they would like to get started on this journey yeah so the easiest place to find me is on my website which is communicatewithangels.com um they can send me email melissa at communicatewithangels.com and then um, they can also check out my youtube channel which is communicate with angels (laughs) we go through the same thing when we have to say our name find your happy find your happy happy. (laughs) it's good to keep it simple for everybody that way though yes Uh, a couple years ago i was going to change the name of my youtube channel i actually no because I wanted to broaden it beyond angels because it's not the only thing I do, but I, I realized that it's a great starting point, right? Because when you have that connection with your angels, you can then be empowered to make clear decisions on everything else in your life yeah. and expand from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And you must get certain people wanting to work with you because they feel they need that guidance. They don't yes, want to start absolutely. And they need someone to help them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just um, very reassuring to know that we're not alone and we yeah. have our personal team of help, you know, and they're always solution oriented. They're never judging you. They're never telling you what to do. So I do think it's just, it's such a healing and one of the best relationships you can develop is with your own guidance. Yeah, I agree. I think people should explore it more, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been absolutely amazing to talk to you. I went so quickly. It really we did. We've been happy. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, it's been amazing. And um, I think it must be so rewarding what you do. Yeah, to help truly. people every day. Oh, thank you guys so much. Well, thank thank you. you. Okay, bye. Let us help you continue getting your shit together. Subscribe to the podcast to catch every episode. And look out for our mini-sodes where we discuss the ridiculous things we've done over the years on our own quest for happiness. Follow us on Instagram at findyourhappyofficial. Catch us on TikTok at findyourhappyofficial. And we have a Facebook page called Find Your Happy Official. Until next time, stay happy.